This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley and Robbie Hyde. Big action. We did see a couple of trades, one being the Braves and the Mariners, the other being your team, the team that you are currently rocking the jersey for, <laughs> Alex Verdugo. And I want I want to get your thoughts. And again, those listening on in the on the podcast, but maybe not knowing, Robbie, Red Sox fan, tried and true, bleeds Red Sox red. Verdugo to the Yankees. This doesn't happen that often, a Boston and New York trade. Your thoughts. It needed to be done, right? It needed to be done. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Verdugo, at the end of the day, when you look at the numbers overall, if you go back to the beginning of the Mookie Betts trade, right, when that broke, there were, and I think, you know, maybe even unfairly at times, high expectations for Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo yeah. was never going to be Mookie Betts. He was never going to be him, but people were hoping he could at least be an above average player. And mm-hmm. at times he gave you that, right? At time, he gave you the walk-offs. He gave you the clutch moments, right? Gave you some great defense out in the outfield. But in the end, when you look at the overall numbers, he just ended up really just being a league average kind of a guy. And that's not right. a bad thing necessarily, but I think people just had more expectations of him in the end. But mm-hmm. for the current state of the Red Sox, he needed to go, right? It, it's You got one year left, and I don't think he really proved himself on – and even off the field to be a guy that the Red Sox could really invest in long-term, right? He had shown interest. Uh, he had expressed interest in signing long-term with the Red Sox, but the Red Sox weren't convinced, right? There were a lot mm-hmm. of things off the field with him, right? Go back to the Alex Cora thing when he got benched, right? And to me, I don't think that was the only time something happened. I don't know specifically, but to me, it's usually not just one time and all of a sudden your manager blows up on you. I'm guessing there was a a multitude of times where Alex Rodugo was having issues. That is just speculation. But to me, that sounds pretty realistic. Uh, Jared Carabas had been talking about, you know, Verdugo and how there were some incidents as well. Um, You know, so like, I just think Verdugo in my personal opinion, didn't do enough of the little things to really, show that he was someone the Red Sox could invest in because when you just look at the numbers overall just league average and then you got some younger guys coming up the pipe Will you Abreu was yep. very promising for them Sedame Rafaela that's a top prospect right mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. to me there was really no reason to hang on to Alex Verdugo in the end and then don't forget about Jaron yep. Duran so there's a bit of a log jam there already so it did not surprise me at all for the Red Sox to move him. I saw people out there saying, how could you trade Alex Verdugo? It's like, how could you not trade Alex Verdugo? It's it's like one of those things. And I think for the Yankees, let's see how he is over there. I do think a, a different kind of a bat for them is going to be good. It's going to give them some better defense in the outfield. Yeah. When it comes to their defense, they did not have a good defense last year in the outfield. They were second to last in defensive runs saved among their outfield last year. So... That, to me, Verdugo, different type of a bat, high contact bat, 
some good defense. I think that's going to be good for the Yankees. And for the Red Sox, you know, they end up getting some organizational depth. You get someone like Richard Fitz, where, you know, now all of a sudden he's the number 10 prospect in your system. More of like probably a, a good setup guy. All right, that's his ceiling, but that's a, yeah. that could end up being a good arm out of the bullpen. Got a couple other arms that maybe they could end up doing something for you. Uh, but in the end, I think it was a move that needed to be done. I was surprised that it was the Yankees in the end. Um, yeah. But hey, it ends up working out. Both teams, they met their goals with the trade. So I think it was, uh, I think it was a good move overall. Yeah, and Verdugo, the way things are looking for him – uh, with the Yankees are it's interesting because right now he fits in there as one of the three outfielders, but there is a chance that, that very soon he is going to be the fourth outfielder in that group because mm -hmm. Jason Dominguez will be back at some point. Aaron judge is going to play Giancarlo Stanton is the hitter. And this is what they call in the broadcasting business a smooth transition. Juan Soto is in the outfield now. Juan Soto is a New York Yankee. I argue this is a move that needed to happen. This is uh, the, the 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 pinstripes did not have the same meaning over these last couple of years. Embarrassing exit in the 2022 postseason. Embarrassing 2023 season. Carlos Rodon's contract looks like an embarrassment. It's just been one. Negative thing after the other. Yes, Judge hit the most home runs in the American League, and they resigned him. Those were good. But outside of that, over the last two-plus years, it's been a lot of bad around the New York Yankees. The Yankee name didn't carry the same weight as it had for such a long time. And, and, and now that you have people out there saying the Yankees are the Yankees again. And that can be good and bad for baseball. So Juan Soto is a New York Yankee. It's not the end. I, I think this tells you that they're going to keep pushing, that they're going to be aggressive because the World Series, it, it's always World Series or bust for the Yankees. It's even more so now because you only have Juan Soto for one year. So I expect them to keep pushing. When you got the news, and let's 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 backtrack a little bit. I mean, we all got the news last night, but we all kind of knew it was coming uh, for, for at least 12 hours. As we're going through this, as you're processing it, because everyone had time to process it, your thoughts on the Yankees, the package that was sent over there? Are you good with the package, the the time frame, the, the deal? How are you feeling about Soto to the Yankees? I'll start off. Everyone wants to talk about the Yankees with this one. I'll start off with the Padres here. I sure, think the go. Padres, and we'll, we can even maybe go back to Mookie Betts here, right? You know, go back to another star outfielder that got traded with one year of control, Mookie Betts. You know, look at the trade that happened, how that turned out. Didn't really work out for the Red Sox in the end. I think they had, mm -hmm. you know, they went about it the best way they could. They got the best players that they could possibly get, but it didn't work out. I think the Padres, maybe in the back of their head somewhere, said, okay, we can't, we can't let that happen to us. We really have to get as much as we can. And they, for what they got for the circumstances, right, they need to cut payroll, so they had no leverage there. And everyone knew Juan Soto was going to get traded. It yeah. was just a matter of time, not if, but when. But people have to remember this, too, with Juan Soto. As good of a player that he is, he's going to be making $33 million next year, one year of control. So when you're looking at the overall trade value, it's not going to be as high as maybe people out there think, right? Because it's one year of Juan Soto. It is a rental at the end of the day. So for the Padres, right. I actually think they got quite a lot here. 
for that. People are going to think for Juan Soto, are you kidding me? But no, when you're looking at the, from a, from an economical point of view, they did really well in this trade. In my opinion, you get Michael King. This is a guy who's put up really good numbers for them over the last couple of years. He's, he's going to be making 2.6 million next year. And he's basically going to be replacing Seth Lugo in the rotation. And number three, a guy that can really give you some good innings. That's hard to come by in the major mm -hmm. leagues today. So I think that was a great pickup for them. Drew Thorpe, that guy did really well in the minors last year. That's a guy that has a high ceiling, in my opinion. Definitely can be in the rotation at some point. You get guys like Brito and Vasquez. They can give you some innings, whether that's at the back end of the rotation, bullpen. And then you get a decent catcher in Higashioka, a guy that pitchers like to work with. I think overall, the Padres, they did very well here. They got two good pitchers in Michael King and Drew Thorpe. You get some depth in Brito and Vasquez. I like this for the Padres, right? Of course, it's not the same package that the Nationals got a couple of years ago, but due to the circumstances, it is what it is. For the Yankees, listen, I've every ever since Juan Soto has entered the major leagues, I've just seen a guy that could end up being a Yankee at some point, right? He's always clean shaven and never has any kind of a beard or anything. Just looks like a Yankee to me. Uh, and, and this is coming from a guy that has dealt with the Yankees for over 25 years. All right. If I see a guy that looks like a Yankee, I'm telling you that guy is a Yankee, right? Juan Soto is a perfect fit for them. Makes a ton of sense. Impact bat. But I think the big thing that a lot of people aren't thinking about necessarily is that how much protection he's going to give Judge in that lineup? Like that's insane. Like Judge with with Soto behind him. Like, are you kidding me? Like that's a one-two punch that is just nasty in that lineup. Um, it just works in so many ways. It, it gives the Yankee fan base a breath of fresh air. They've been waiting for some kind of like a George Steinbrenner-esque move, and this is definitely one of them. My next question is what's next can they go get Yamamoto or could maybe they go after maybe another pitcher out there you know who knows maybe even someone like Blake Snell I don't know about that Yamamoto they have a meeting with on Monday it's going to be interesting to see what the Yankees do next this definitely is a move I think they needed to make and when it comes to an extension I think they have a really good chance of getting him signed long term whether that's you know, even if that's just next year when he goes into free agency, we know the Yankees got money. I think Juan mm -hmm. Soto seems to like it in New York. Just mm -hmm. every every time I've heard him talk in interviews, seems to like it there. Yeah, we'll see what ends up happening. I, he absolutely could enter free agency, but I definitely think if the Yankees have a good year, he has a good season there, give me good vibes. I could see him staying for the long haul. And one more yeah. thing I want people to think about too. On baseball trade values, this was rejected. But one thing, it was barely rejected. It was just barely over a major overpay. But one thing to think about, too, is now the Yankees, if he ends up leaving anyway, right, let's say he goes to the Mets or whatever, they'll offer him the qualifying offer. That will give you a compensation draft pick, which is usually worth around $3 million. So in the end, the trade, if you counted a $3 million, you know, addition to the Yankees in, a, in terms of a draft pick, it actually was approved on baseball trade values. But mm -hmm. in the end, I think it's great for both sides. I like the move. I hate the move as a Red Sox fan, but <laughs> yeah. I like the move. Sorry, I rambled on there a lot. No, it's all right. I, I think, a lot of thoughts with me on that one, you know, considering it as the Yankees. So there there are a ton of thoughts around this, and to condense them is is rather difficult. Um I'll say the as far as the baseball trade values, when I was looking at potential deals, 
I saw a lot of times deals will work out on that website with that algorithm or with that formula that they use uh, to calculate. This was never going to be one that really worked out. Trading Juan Soto, calculating his value, um, looking at these pieces, this was always going to be a a difficult trade to have make sense if you tried to quantify it, if you tried to put numbers on it. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those it's 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 a unicorn, right? He is yep. a unicorn himself, but it's a unicorn of a trade. So mm-hmm.